0: Islam Moors, all
1: meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle Seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. I ask that everyone please rise and face the East for the Moorish American prayer. As we stand facing the East with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle, men holding up our arms in the cactus pose with two fingers on the right, five on the left. Please repeat after me. Allah. The father of the universe.
2: Father of the universe.
1: Father of love. Father of love. Truth. Truth. Peace. Peace. Freedom. Freedom. And justice.
3: And justice.
1: Allah is my protector.
3: Allah is my protector. My guide. My guide.
1: And my salvation. My
3: salvation.
1: By night night and by day. By
3: night and by day
1: through his holy, prophet,
3: his, his holy prophet, through Ali.
1: Right. Amen. Amen. Right, Islam. I want to announce that this meeting is now open. This is the Moore Science Temple of America, Temple 30, Columbus, Ohio. First and foremost, we always rise, giving the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God, Allah. We are Excuse me, we extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We also extend honors to the forerunner, our dear brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey for preparing the way for purity and love. We extend honors also to the Moorish flag of our uh, forefathers and also the American flag. We extend honors also to the charter and its 10 wonders Honors also to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik, appointed by the prophet, Noble Drew Ali, and that is our brother, E. Millie Il. We extend honors to all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, including all Adep Sheiks and all faithful Moors Islam. Um, we also extend honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik and Supreme Grand Council of the Moorish Science Temple
0: of America Islam. Brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws?
4: Islam and Sheik, I rise, giving perfect praise to Allah and honor to the prophet Jerali, honor to the forefathers and foremothers, and honor to the Asiatic nations and the Muslims all over the world. Salvation, Allah, unity, the Morris Science Temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. Act one, the Grand Sheik and the chairman of the Morris Science Temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Morris Science Temple of America. The assistant Grand Sheik is to assist the Grand Sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the Morris Science Temple of America. Act two. All means let's be open and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday the first man was formed in flesh. And on a Friday the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. No member is to put in danger or accuse falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because a lie is love. Act four, all members must preserve these holy and divine laws, and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American, you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. Act 5, this organization of the Moorish Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6, with us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government, and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, Black people, or Ethiopians. Because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now. And all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Drew Ali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplift. acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must... Op- Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Nobu Ali. Through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Nobuji Ali, founded Moorish American Prayer. Allah, the father of the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my guide, and my salvation by night and by day. Through his holy prophet, Juwali. Amen. The Morris Saints Temple of America, Home Office, and of Noble Juwali, Home Office, of Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Peace and love, my sons.
1: Islam, brother,
5: gratitude. Uh brother Kobe, would you please read our writs? Islam, Grand Sheik. I rise and give perfect praise to the great God, Allah, rise and give honors to the prophet, Noble Drew Ali, rise and give honors to the forerunner, Marxist Messiah, Garvey the Harbinger, rise and give honors to all ills and bays, all monsters on the call and on the planet. To the members of the more science temple of America, Islam, this is instruction from your prophet, Noble Drew Ali. be faithful unto your forefather, divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now but the weak can comprehend it not. Then the end of times are drawing near, so says Allah to his divine prophet, I noble drew Ali. And that's why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but can I see? Ears to hear, but can I hear? Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah, And the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, noble Drew Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work in their homes or on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans; they cause confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders would be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. When these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet. Will violate the divine covenant of the Moors' movement, will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet, Noble Jewali, and the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Most Americans they do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace. Noble Drew To be proclaimed in every meeting. Islam. I am glad to know I have a few faithful Moors among you all and desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There's a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful Moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds, the ones that pay the divine respects to me and the movement, will be remembered. That's why I'm calling upon all faithful Moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine Moors movement. I need finance, and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finance so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without either prophet being head. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Sunday School, Masters.
1: Islam and
2: gratitude, brother. All right, Sister L., would you please read our additional log? Islam.
3: I rise to give all perfect praise to the great father God Allah. I give honors to our holy prophet, Noble Juali. I Give honors to Marcus Messiah Garvey. I give honors to all Muslims in Nepal and all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for the Moorish Americans by the prophet Noble Jewali. Act one, grand chiefs and governors and heads of all temple, all business. He said temple must be approved by the prophet Noble Jewali before acting upon by any members, that it be financed property or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance, ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members. Any former officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the profit or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend the ed meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case, and on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go under emergency fund. If a member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for it as much as he is able to the more uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is a lawful and divine duty of every good member if he, is able in finance to aid me and save the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let if he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice as I have the power invested in my hands and I would have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against American flag Or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five All members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school, and the teacher must confirm itself to the questionnaire. And let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out from your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six With us, all members must proclaim their nationality and we're teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, Black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to, slave hold, to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained Noble Juwali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Mooribites who inhabited the Northwestern and Southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of all uplifting acts of the Moorish science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in mind all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful husband. You must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and mind pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Nobu Juwali, through the guidance of his father God, Allah. Islam, peace and love.
1: Islam and gratitude, sister. All right, Islam, Mors, Um, before we get started, just want to ask a question for one of the people calling in. It says, Yoletta, would you please let us know where you're calling from?
3: Peace and love. I'm calling from Detroit, Michigan.
1: All right, Islam sister. Um, have you been on our calls before?
3: Yes, once before.
1: Okay. All right, Islam. Islam. Okay, all right. Before we um get started in the questionnaire, I just want to I want to go over a document. It's called Catchism on the Medit the Powers of Meditation and Prayer. This was written by Brother R. Thomas Bay. Um, the uh this brother's out of Temple 13 in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> um, it's just just a, a few um, a few thoughts on prayer and meditation, um, and it's written like in a question and answer format. So, uh, just going into this, the first question it says, "Should Moorish American Muslims meditate?" And the answer is uh, that it gives is yes. It says, "Why should we meditate?" And then it has examples from the Moorish Holy Quran. It says it three times in there once in chapter 12 and chi- twice in chapter 35 the topic of meditation is mentioned and so this points to the fact that the prophet noble drew ali does want us to meditate and also stress the importance of doing it because it's mentioned in there three times it's in chapter 12 verse 1 and then mentioned again in chapter 35 verses 20 and verses 22 um i i'm, I'm mention that one more time just in case you want to look at that on your own we won't go into the quran right now read it but it's in chapter 12 verse 1 and then chapter 35 verse 20 and verse 22 and then moving on name at least three gifts from god which distinguish man with peculiar favor and exalts his station above all creatures you got that three gifts that distinguish um well gifts from Allah which distinguish man with peculiar favor and exalt his station above all creatures remember in the Quran as revealed to the prophet Muhammad right the recitation in uh chapter 2 verse uh verse 30 it says um that Allah made man his caliphate he made man his his vice regent his ruler his lord these are different ways of um, translating caliphate so he made man his his lord or his ruler on earth which is going back into here these three gifts from allah the distinguished man with peculiar favor and exalts his station above all creatures if we go into the quran uh 35 verse 20 says he hath endued thee with reason to maintain thy dominion he hath fitted thee with language to improve thy society. And then what's the third one? And exalted thy mind with the powers of meditation to contemplate and adore his inimitable perfections, right? So reason, language, and meditation, three things did separate us or exalt us above all creatures, that distinguish us with peculiar favor Peculiar, one reason why I would say peculiar, if you go to the Quran Surah 2, Ayat 30, the angels were questioning, God, why would you make man your vice regent on earth? Knowing that he's going to cause destruction and harm. He's going to, while we serve your way. So the angels cannot go against the will of Allah, but man can. Right? We can go against Allah's will. We can be, you know, even if we can, we can even go all the way towards destruction, you know, be about hurting people, hurting, harming the creatures, just doing, you know, evil, wicked things if we want. We can go totally against his will. So he's like, why would you, you know, give them this, this, this station, peculiar favor. Why do you favor them? Okay. So these are the gifts that are mentioned in that chapter in 35 in the Moorish Holy Quran. Right, so there's a high order thinking and the ability to think intenses, and that includes meditation. So, we're given consciousness, a strong will, creativity, imagination. We have all of these peculiar gifts that um, <clears throat> exalt us or separate us from all the other creatures. We can use it for good, right? Or we can be out here exploiting each other, exploiting the animals destroying, you know, corruption and pollution and all of these things. So moving on, what is meditation? Is there's a difference between meditation and prayer? Prayer um, is when we're, we're talking to the creator and in meditation is when we're slowing down our thoughts and allowing ourselves to unify with our higher self. This is how we contact the higher self. So meditation, in here says it's attuning, the attuning of our mind and body to their spiritual source. So this is why we want to, when you meditate, for people that's not used to meditating, we want to, one of the best ways to get into the flow and get used to doing it is just to focus on your breaths, your breath, so that we're not thinking about all the things that you got to do or whatever else is going through your mind, right? Okay, Islam, brother so, um
0: so we're think we're trying to slow our thoughts down, okay, hang on a second, Hang on. islam (laughs) forgive that so um meditation attuning our mind and
1: body to the spiritual source right we're not daydreaming we're not thinking about a bunch of things we want to quiet the mind and then it's a devotional exercise of contemplation in meditation the higher self that's a lot in man the higher self is contacted so once again in prayer we speak to god in meditation God speaks to us. So meditation is all about quiet in the mind. Another reason why it's good to focus on your breaths is because then it makes it easier to slow our breathing down. As we slow our breathing down, we alter our consciousness, right? So we want to take less breaths per minute. And so that makes it easier if you're, you know, breathing in 10 seconds, breathing out 10 seconds. You know, maybe once you do that, now you're doing it In 15 out 15, if you do in 15 out 15, that's that's 30 seconds per breath, so that's you know that's that's pretty good. That's that's two breaths in a minute, and then if you get used to doing that, you might even slow it down even more, right? Maybe eventually slow it down to 30 seconds in, 30 seconds out. That's one breath per minute that totally alters your consciousness. You're doing this, you know, thinking about a bunch of stuff, you're going to. Make contact with your higher self. This is what it's all about. Um, and you don't have to be in a monastery somewhere. You could do that on a crowded
0: bus or subway, or you know you you could be surrounded by people All right, What is the intent of meditation?
1: It's intended to still the activity of the mind and cleanse the soul of all that destroys its purity. In act seven, we are instructed to keep our hearts and minds pure with love and regular meditation and regular prayer are two of the vehicles which we come into compliance with this mandate. If anybody's seen the movie Bloodsport, the younger people, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. It was an old movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's in the, this martial arts tournament and he's trying to fight this big Korean dude and he just stops in the middle of the fight like blindfolds his eyes and starts meditating. And I'm just going to that because this is where you get in touch with the higher self. And it really doesn't matter what's going on around you. And you can do it anywhere. So meditation, and then it also, I'm not gonna read the whole thing right now, but um, I'll just, I'll say one thing. Um, Cause it's like, why? why would we even meditate? We want to keep ourselves in balance because we're in this physical world. We're in the world, but not of it, right? Even Jesus said he is bound um, to his lower self. We all are. So we're in the world, but we don't want to forget about our spiritual connection to the creator and our true source. The spirit is source. So we wanna ideally meditate at least once a day, but ideally want to meditate it um you know in the morning and in, in the evening so that we can stay in balance with our true nature.
2: All right, and um I'm gonna wrap it up on that, but
1: it also says in here it gives you some examples on what topics should more meditate. I say just quiet the mind, but um in here it's saying more should meditate in silence on the wonders of God's love, and then it gives an example. Uh,
2: chapter 35, verse 22 in our ho- Moorish Holy Quran. All right. But um, just wanted to share
0: that before we go into the Quran questionnaire. And also, like, uh, as Moorish Americans, we should understand, we should know what prayer and
1: meditation is. A lot, a lot of people don't even really know also, we should all be
0: meditating, at least on a daily basis, okay? Um, it gives you more
1: balance, too. It keeps you balanced so that you can deal with um, all of the things that we,
0: you know, go through in life. Okay. Okay um so instead of just reading through all the questions i'm just going to go over a few of
2: these and speak on these um in particular let's let's look at the first two the first four
0: question 1 who made you allah
1: who is allah Allah is the father of the universe. Can we see him? No. Where is the nearest place we can meet him? In the heart. Okay, so this is in here for a reason. We're gonna talk about this. Then we're gonna skip down
0: to uh, question 87. Nah, we'll go to question um, 91. or 92, okay, what title does Satan give himself,
1: God? Will you define the word white? White means purity, purity means God, and God means the ruler of the land. To whom do we refer to at times as being the great God, Allah, Islam. So I'm gonna speak on this, why that's in there, and
0: why it's worded like that. Hang on a second more. So um yeah, so I want to speak on why that's in there. Why it's worded like that. Okay, so definitely all Moors here, Temple
1: 30, should understand why the very first
0: question is who made you a lie? All right, so this is something that
1: we learn coming in, into our nation right for people that immigrate to this country, they have 100 questions that they have to. Uh, study because they get a test and they don't know which questions are going to be on the test when they're trying to get citizenship in in um, United States of America, so we have to understand these questions. For us, not saying there's going to be a quiz or anything, but just saying because it pertains to us. So the first question says, "Who made you?" Allah. Who is Allah? Allah is the Father of the Universe. So our our Creator, our true Creator, is revealed to us. And all Moorish Americans should know who their Creator is. That, I mean, ideally, just across the board, whether you in well, Indiana, California, Ohio hawaii wherever you're at you should be able to answer this question you know who your creator is who made you but it's unfortunately it's not true because people you know everybody's not in the temple everybody doesn't understand the source where this you know this information a lot of people know they feel like they're more but they don't know where this stuff even came from so they don't know nothing about the prophet all right um I'm going to pause right there. Uh, Islam Shabay, I see. Did you have a question or comment?
2: Islam, uh, praise Allah. Happy Holy Day Sunday, Moors. Give rise and give praises to Allah. Honest to the Prophet and uh, honest to all you Moors on the call. I just wanted to uh, kind of speak what, what you know, or demonstrate basically who is Allah to us as American, more, more Americans. Um, and where does the, where does Allah derive from? Um, maybe more so like the Arabic, maybe if you go into more of the Arabic side or how that kind of coincides where we are, Islam. All
1: right, Islam. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. And that's good that you asked that question because you'll hear all types of information online too. People will be saying, Allah, uh, um, Allah derived from a lot, like A L A T. That that's talking about some specific God. Like for people that were um polytheists, they worshipped a bunch of different guys, and it's like obviously we have our Quran questionnaire here. We know what the Prophet meant. He wasn't talking about some demon or some you know moon god or something like that, right? Because he specifies who Allah is to us. Remember, the prophet is the father of our nation. The father of our nation isn't George Washington. It's prophet, noble Drew Ali. And so he specifies who he's talking about when he says Allah. Remember, he's coming to, to um, lift unconscious You know, humanity, fallen humanity, laying here limp and unconscious. That means vulnerable right, drowning in the cares of the world to put us on a solid rock of salvation. So when we're unconscious, meaning we don't know who we are, we don't know what we're supposed to be standing on, that means we're vulnerable. We're going for anything. We get ourselves into trouble, right? We put ourselves into slavery. So he's lifting this fallen humanity up out of the cares of the world, placing them on a solid rock of salvation, the cares of the world, all of these things that that's being promoted to us, that we're going for, that, that make our lives harder when we get caught up. Not even, not even, um, even, I'm not even going so far as to be hooked on drugs or something like that. There's just so many things that we can get caught up in that can ruin our lives, right? So he's lifting us up out of the cares of the world. And then standing us up on the solid rock of salvation so that we can stand tall so that we don't fall right so he's making it known that Allah speaking about the father of the universe Um, I'm, I'm going to say more about that which is going into the Quran then right away when you open the Quran up it says know thyself and thy father God Allah so also he's he's telling us He's speaking about the creator of the universe, but also he's tying us in, revealing our own divine nature. We're connected to the creator. We were never separated. I just saw a video earlier today on YouTube, and it was this guy. It was an Asian dude who was in in gangs. Like he was all, you know, in and out of prison all his life. And he was talking about how someone, a Christian preacher, had taught him some stuff. He opened his eyes up, made him turn his life around. And the guy was teaching him that we're all born in sin. We know as Muslims that we are not born in sin. We're not. The only reason we get caught up is because we learn as we grow. Instead of having this this wonderful, beautiful system that teaches us who we truly are, that gets us to strengthen our connection to our own higher self, we're learning the ways of the world, the getting caught up in the cares of the world. So we're strengthening our lower self to the point where we don't even know that our higher self exists. So we're not born in sin. So the prophet came to teach us our true nature. The creator created all of this stuff. But guess what? You're a part of it. You're connected to it. You don't need no middleman. Know thyself. So he's revealing our true nature to us. We're spirit and one with the creator. So let's get back into what this creator is, as the brother said, what is Allah to
0: us? What does that even mean? Who is Allah, right? He is Allah, none has the right. Allah Allah, means the
1: God in Arabic. The God, the God, the all knower of the unseen and the seen most beneficent, most merciful. Why? The sun. We get the light, you know, we get, we get energy from the sun. We have this planet that has this whole process that provides for us. It has an atmosphere. It has, you know, a layer that protects us from harmful, um, harmful rays and things coming in from space. And it's self-contained. The plants just happen to breathe in the carbon dioxide that we have to breathe out. So everything is perfect. We're provided for whether you deserve it or not. You can be a horrible person that just killed somebody and you are still provided for. You still got you. Got everyone. You didn't even, you, you don't even have to ask for it, right? Is there? Even though people are trying to poison the air, trying to poison the water and do all of these things still, it's provided for us. And it's perfect. That's man. Who decided to go away from Allah's will that is trying to mess things up. Right. So we're talking about the creator. He is Allah. None has the right to be worshipped but He, the King, the Holy, the one free from all defects, the giver of security, the watcher over his creator, creatures, the Almighty, the compeller, the supreme. Glory be to Allah. So we're talking about the creator, the sustainer, right? We're not just all floating off or you know, dying just because of natural. I mean, just, just because of the earth's spinning or whatever you believe, you might not even believe the earth is round, but we, we don't have to worry about that. It's all perfect and provided for. Okay, everything's provided for us. That's what we're talking about. This unseen, they had this. Is why you see when you study nature, even getting into different um, different scientific studies, you find out that there are mathematical equations in life. In the honey, I mean, the honeycombs, mathematical equations in the pine trees, the pine cones, how many seeds there are. All of these things are mathematically lined up. Our DNA, even to the microscopic level. There's a the Fibonacci code, which is like the mathematical code for life. So there's someone who created all of this. That's why it's so foolish for people to be, oh, I'm an atheist. They're atheists, but they don't even understand the people who are scientists who spent you know, 30, 40 years of their life studying nature know that there's a creator because they can see the scientific code, they can see the mathematical code in it. So this is what Allah, this is who Allah is to us, the creator, the sustainer. And anyone that's saying anything else, that's what they think with their limited mind. Now we don't know everything, right? But this is what we speak of when we speak about Allah, the creator of all of that. And so this is why it's important to know who made you. As Moorish Americans, we should all be in unison, Allah. Who is Allah? Allah is the father of the universe. We're talking about the creator. And then can we see him? No. Where's the nearest place we can meet him? In the heart. So it's internal for us. We're all connected to Allah and that that, you know that means it' great. You know, Allah's in you. Does that mean that you created all of this? No. You're connected to Allah because Allah is in everything. Allah's inside of its own creation. Did you know you, you're not going to worship your dog because Allah's in the dog or Allah's in the trees? But we recognize and respect. In our Quran, it tells us to love each other, right? To have respect for each other. In our Quran, it tells us that even when we step On the meanest worm, we shake the throne of Allah. Allah's in everything. And so that's why some people will get a little bit of this information and then run off with it talking about I'm God, I'm God. It's like, wow, (laughs) really? Do you worship the worm or the ant or whatever? No, you don't. Allah's in us all, but that doesn't mean that you are the all. You are connected to it though, So this is why it's important for us to know who we are because also our divine nature was revealed to us and we're given steps on how to connect to this nature, this of who we truly are. And so um, going down to question 91 or 92, where it says, what title does Satan give himself? And the answer is God. And then the very next one says, will you define the word white? White means purity, purity means God, and God means the ruler of the land. So it doesn't take a genius to figure out what this is telling you. What title did Satan give himself? The white man. Satan called himself the white man. He gave himself this title, right? White means purity, purity means God, God means the ruler of the land. So he gave himself the title of white and gave you the title of black. And in the Declaration of Independence, it says all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So you can see why the black man is hindered, right? They're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. So your creator as a black man, as an African-American, negro used to be called colored right creator is the white man plain and simple okay and it tells you in here plain and simple what title does satan give himself so someone who would stoop to that level to try to destroy your history your connection to divinity right your connection to the family of humans you know from a physical level yeah, the people who schemed that, who came up with that scheme are devil, the, Satan, devil, dragon, beast. That straight lower self. Trying to disconnect you so that they can rule over you. All right. So, it's, you know, it's plain as day to see that. But in order to get out of that, we got to have something else to come into. Because the unknowingly, all of our people, they, they don't even realize who their creator is. You think. Because, you, you know, you go to church or whatever, that your creator is God. But your creator, the white man, gave you this version of whatever religion that the people have, whatever denomination, right, the church and all. They gave it to you. They're your creator. That's why they, you know, have no problem with, you know, stepping over these people, abusing their rights, because they don't have any rights that they are bound to respect. So there's really no way around this for Moors without coming into their own divine creed, their own vine and fig tree. Because everyone else has that. That's how come people can still come to this country. Even so-called Black people can come to this country from another nation and have more rights than the people who've been here forever, right? They know who their creator is. Their creator is not... white man right we don't call people white man or black or anything like that but we understand that satan gave himself the title right satan gave himself the title of god and in the process disconnected you from who you truly are so the prophet is reconnecting us so that now we are truly free right we're out from up under someone else's thumb and it really works now, it works on an individual level, but when we do this as a collective, even if it's just 20,000 of us that are really Muslims, that understand that Allah is our creator, and we're actually working as a unit, that's a nation, and that's a nation that's actually powerful and can get things done and show and prove so that other people understand that this is the way that we need to be, right? But there, there's no way around this. The skipping out of Coming into your own vine and fig tree. This is why that's the first question that's in there. Who made you Allah? You have to get out from under that. They put us in a little trick bag, right? And then um going back in there to question uh 94. It says, To whom do we refer to as times as being the great God? Allah. Just reiterating on that when we speak of Allah. I don't care if somebody else is talking about the moon god or the Whatever. We're talking about the creator. Because Allah, all all it means is the God. And it goes uh, back before Arabic was created. Allah, Ella, these were names for God. The God. Um, On that note, though, I yield the floor. I see you, Brother Shaveh. Islam. Islam. Peace and love.
2: I uh, just wanted to kind of, I don't know, get a perspective on, you know, those coming in uh, to the movement and just trying to figure it out. How would um, the prophets walk prove uh, that this is like the thing? Because, you know, as, as a Morris American, I've been you know, studying, uh, realigning myself with, the, with, you know, with my higher self technically. And I understand, and I received it, you know, um, practicing it, but those just coming in because it, on my end, you know, just kind of put myself in another, you know, another's foot, uh, shoes rather, <laughs> um, it's kind of nerve wracking, you know, walking into this movement. And those, I just want to kind of like you know broaden the perspective of you know coming from Christianity or coming from Judaism. How can you know someone kind of feel comfortable and find proof that this is uh, who we are, Islam? Islam, um, that's a good question. So you know one
1: one of the things like with us uh, is Moorish American Muslims, we have to do our best to actually. Follow these divine instructions that we have so that we can be living examples, right? Because if I'm trying to tell somebody this is the way to go, you know, this is what we need to do. And I smell like liquor and weed, right? Or and I not, not trying to make anybody feel bad for smoking or drinking or whatever, but just like, you know, just certain things. If I'm like a walking contradiction, it's not gonna work. You know, because the person is listening is gonna be like, I'm, I'm already doing this. You know this it doesn't seem like it's doing anything for you, so we have to be living examples of um you know successful examples to show the way. It doesn't mean anybody's supposed to be perfect. it's just that we have to internalize the teachings um and actually live the life, which means that all of us should be following the prophet's example, right? If the prophet wasn't out here doing some of these things that people do, we shouldn't be doing it either. And then um, that's just on one level, you know, we can't be walking contradictions. And then another level, another thing too, um, you can't give people the light, people have to already have it. So, you know, that's another thing too. Everybody's not going to really be concerned with aligning with their higher self. Even though consciousness is rising, everybody's at different levels and that's another that's why class like there's how many people in here right everybody ain't gonna be up for it like we're all at different levels and like there's people who come here because they want to get out of something and then once they realize that like i ain't gonna lie to you and act like this gonna just automatically make it where you above the law and all this stuff they ain't trying to hear it now they gone and you know it is what it is so people are at, at different levels with it. But I, you know, I think the best way to reach people that are coming from Christianity or something else is to not be attacking their religion. Show them how the Quran has the missing years of Jesus' life in it. Show them our Quran, talking about the Quran of the scientific Science Temple of America. Show them how it's showing our true connection to God. And if you can demonstrate how in the Bible, it's saying the same thing, right? This will help people understand that in the Bible, it says that year are all gods. It says that more than once, even though that's not being taught in church. We come right out and say it. That's the only difference. Like we, we don't have an, an agenda to, you know, try to like, I'm not up here trying to, make you underneath me or something like that, right? This is to uplift fallen humanity by teaching our true nature, our connection to Allah, And now, not just telling you that, but how to actually connect to your higher self, understanding that our lower self, our own carnal nature is what causes all of the problems in our life. And so that's an important thing to understand, and that's universal. Like we're not here to talk bad or try to make people feel bad about the church, even though it was forced on our ancestors and it really don't make any sense for any of us to be going along with it. But you know, I shouldn't even be saying that because that's gonna turn people off, right? So we're not trying to attack people, make people feel attacked. It's like, look, this this is about revealing our true nature. We're all connected to Allah, and within this Quran, it actually has real steps that's 12-step 12, 12 ladder for us to take to subdue our own carnal nature. And what happens when you do that? Each step that we master, we unfold our higher self. Do we even really know what that means? We don't have the limitations that we think we have. Man is the Lord of the plane of manifest and the soul. That means all of these creatures, even tigers and lions, whales, killer whale, all of them are um, all of them should take orders from us. listen to us. right? instead of trying to eat you, the elements, all of these things that we um, in our current state, are um, subjected to, can even be killed by these things. But in our higher state, our true nature, we're the Lord of. Means we have control over it. The Jesus walking on water thing. These are things that we all can do. Jesus said that in the Bible. So this is teaching us how to actually do this for real. Not just for talk. Not just something to say that sounds cool. It's really teaching us this. And so that, if that. Is interesting to people then this will be interesting to them but even with saying that there's a lot of people who ain't trying to hear that they they're not interested at all because the lower self is strong right it's not an attack on anyone it's just the lower self is strong we're all tied to it so you know unfolding the higher self might not be interesting to everybody and that's just the truth of it i wouldn't even be offended if somebody has no interest in unfolding their higher self, even though that's crazy to me, I understand, right? Because we, we all in the world, I understand why people wouldn't even
0: care. Does that make sense, Morris? Islam, that makes a little
2: bit of sense. Um, it kind of you to feel a little bit more comfortable with life, I guess. That way you don't, you know, don't fall off, you know, so to speak.
1: Islam. And,
0: Islam.
1: and it's not an attack on anybody. Um, But going into back into the Quran questionnaire, question 69, it says, what people represent the lower self? Those who were cast out of the holy city and those who accepted, accepted their teachings. Okay? So um everyone who accepts the teachings of the people who are cast out of the holy city once again those who were cast out of the holy city were the pale-skinned romans the pale-skinned europeans so everyone who accepts their teachings represents the lower self and right now what are their teachings um turn on the tv Right. Listen to the radio. Um, Just go to YouTube. I mean, like, you'll see all types of things. This is what they're teaching. They're teaching um, just to be sexually immoral. Right. Violence, drugs. This is what this is what they're teaching, what they're making seem cool. Right. Even all of this confusion now that they're pushing and pushing on the children. Right. All of this extra stuff. So everyone who accepts their teachings represents the lower self on a physical level. And so it's very strong and um it might even be hard to reach some people. Like you can't even tell some people this cuz they bought in so hard. Right? So it you know, just to keep it honest, we can't reach everybody. Right, there's so much money behind promoting this stuff and promoting this lower self-mind state to keep everybody stuck at a savage level, right? There's an element that doesn't want us to rise up to realize our true potential. They wanna keep the entire humanity enslaved. They can't do that with chains. They don't have the manpower to enslave humanity So they do it by enslaving our mind. So if we're all connected to the creator and have abilities and power that we don't even tap into, that we don't even realize, if you can enslave their mind, make them start to act savage and, you know, to to act to be stuck in their carnal self, then you can, you know, slow them down. You can't stop them from reaching their potential, but you can slow them down, right? You can't stop everybody cuz some people still going to wake up. But you can slow down most of the people. So that's what they do.
0: And that's the state that humanity's in right now. Islam. But um just going into the Quran, you'll see that for the most
1: part it is a it's a personal journey. It's a it's a you know, it's about
0: um conquering our own lower nature. So it's something personal for everyone.
1: Because at the end of the day, I mean like, you know, for you and for me from our perspective, we you're born by yourself and you're going to more than likely die by yourself. So this is a personal journey for you, for each and every one of us. Now, at the national level, this is something that we want to do as a collective right within our community. Because we have an islamic nation we want to build our community off of these principles right the european they dwell in the secular realm so there's a separation of church and state right but for us there is no separation our laws the way we rule our society everything is supposed to be based off of divine law once again There's a lot of people that look like us that ain't trying to hear that. There's people who call themselves Moors who ain't trying to hear that. They trying to sleep with your wife. They ain't trying to be honorable and respectful and loyal. They don't even even respect loyalty, you know? (laughs) So, you know, hey, maybe everybody ain't gonna make it. You know? Maybe some of us have more learning to do before we can rise up. You know, but if you're here, you're supposed to be working on yourself. As the sister said in the chat, it's spiritual enlightenment.
0: Islam. Oh yes, yeah, she said something about the doomsday clock. Like if anybody's
1: doubting this, because the prophet said we're in the end times, right? That's that's in the Quran too. The end times. So if anybody don't believe that, um, I mean, if you're in Ohio or Pennsylvania and you saw the stuff that happened with the truck, I mean that that train. Come on, we all should be a little worried about that. I ain't saying we should be stressed, but that's not a little thing. That's something major, you know. Chapter forty-eight says the end of time and the fulfilling of the prophecies. It's here. The last prophet in these days, Noble Drew Ali, who was prepared divinely in due time by Allah to redeem men from their sinful ways and to warn them of the great wrath, which is sure to come upon the earth. It's sure to come. Right, The prophet knew they weren't going to do what was right. Those who were ruling at that time, the Europeans, he wasn't doing what was right. They, they weren't doing it then, and you knew they weren't going to do it You know later on. They've just amped things up and made it worse. So there's really no time to play around. There's no time to be playing games. There's no time to be caught up in celebrities. This is, those are the teachings of the lower self. There's no time to be caught up in all that. Right? We need to be building our own community. We need to be getting ourselves and our households in order. We need to be, you know, um, making preparations for ourselves. We can't count on the European like they, you know, their sayings where allegedly the prophet said, one day he's gonna let us down. One day when you go to the stores, you're not gonna be able to get food, right? There's gonna be soldiers there with guns. So I, you know, there's, I mean, you know, I hope that stuff doesn't happen, but man, it's it looks like we need to prepare. This is not a joke. <clears throat> You know, so yeah, there's there's no time to be on like ratchet, um, you know, low-level savage behavior. We have to give up all the ways of Rome, come into our own vine and fig tree. We have to give it up.
0: Islam, yeah, there's there's no other way, Islam. Um, so
1: that that was all really that I had to say about the questionnaire, but I want to go ahead and open up the floor to questions. So um, if, if you have any questions in general,
0: whether it's about the questionnaire or anything else, feel free to speak. Islam. Islam, brother. Islam, brother Hainzel, I I yield the floor. Uh, Islam can I be heard? Islam. Yeah, so I do have a question, and
6: it's referring to like know thyself. So I got kind of like an idea of who we are, but the question I had it refers back to to the chapter that you was mentioning in the um, the Quran of Mecca. It was um verse um two thirty, and basically it um let me see here. Basically, what the scripture had said is um let me go back here. give my thoughts here. So it says that remember when the Lord said to the angels. I am going to place a successive man authority on the earth that asked him, will you place someone who will spill corruption and shed blood while we while we glorify and praise and proclaim your holiness? Allah responded, I know what you do not know. And so my question is to that, who are we, who are we for Allah to say that? And then he had the angels like prostrate, prostrate before us. And so you can kind of imagine how like it looks for people to bow down or prostrate before us. And so my thing is I'm trying to find out exactly who are we really are for Allah to say that to the, to the angels. So that's what has been on my mind. I have like little clues. And I know that like in, in our Quran it says that um one of the reasons that we suffer so much is to show the strength of Allah. And with that, I give up the mic because I was trying to figure out what, what it is, uh, if that has been revealed of what Allah knew that the angels didn't know. And with that, I give up the mic. Islam, good
1: question. So the answer to that is in chapter one of our holy Quran, the creation and the fall of man, who we truly are, what our true station is, and um the thing that was revealed to man that the angels did not know, um, in that surah, the Quran of Mecca, um, Allah created Adam. He told him the name of all things, right. And then he asked the angels, you know, what is this called? What's this? What's that? And they only, you know, they didn't know. They're like, look, we, we don't know. We can't, you know, tell it. But then Adam taught them, right? And those, so this is an example of the power that was given to man because from, um, well, from one perspective, he, he gave him some peculiar favor. He, he taught him things that he didn't teach the angels, but also what that saying from a spiritual level, From a metaphysical level is that he gave adam the power to name things which is giving him the power to create his reality as you name it so shall it be for you because when we look at the scriptures we want to remember that everything in there is actually referring to us you know so if you name this creature or this mountain or whatever also um, on a personal level for each of us, as we name things, that's how it will be to us. If we name something good or bad, right? Smart, stupid, that's how it's gonna be. We have that power to create our reality. So he gave this peculiar power to um, to his creation and um, knowing full well that his creation would would fall to his own carnal nature. Man is the lord of the plane of manifest, right? The physical realm of protoplasts, right? At the like microscopic uh, cellular level of mineral, of plant, of beast, but he gave up his birthrights just to gratify his lower self, right? So he, this creature that's going to his creation, that's going to give up his birthright. You're lord of all of this, right? Now in our current state, are you able to make the earth stand up on itself, right? Like this is what they were doing in ancient, 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 Egypt. The Egyptians wrote about some of them being able to do this. Are we able to do these things? No. Why? Because we gave up our birthright to gratify our lower self. But man will regain his lost estate, his heritage. But he must do it in a conflict that cannot be told in words. Yet he must suffer trials and tri- uh, temptations manifold. But let him know the cherubim and seraphim that rule the stations of the sun and the spirit of the mighty Allah who rule the solar stars are his protectors and his guide, and they will lead to victory. Man will be fully saved, redeemed, perfected by the things he suffers on the plane of the flesh and on the plane of the soul. So it's going to be, it's already preordained that we will overcome all of this. That's why I don't want to focus on all the negative stuff that's going on. I'm not trying to prove a point that this is the end times, right? We can't ignore it, though. Because at the end of the day, let's conquer this. When man has conquered carnal things, his garb of flesh will then have served its purpose well, and it will fall, will be no more. So even the the forgetting of who we are, the breaking up of our families, right, selling children or sending them to other states or sending them off to an island and you know, doing things to confuse us, mix us up, break up our, our lineage, our connection to who we are, giving us a new identity that starts at slavery. This is all something that we will overcome. But in order to overcome it, we can't, we can't ignore the real thing, the real fight, which is that we must overcome our lower self. So this carnal nature soon became a foe that man must fight, that he might be the strength of Allah made manifest. So on one level, that's our own carnal nature, personally. Then also, what we speak about today, question 92.
0: What's question 92 say, somebody? We just went over it.
1: Come on, Moise, we supposed to know this. Uh, What title does does um, Satan give himself? islam god right so this is a part of this carnal nature too that we must overcome so we have to overcome our own carnal nature and then this this um remember now um the ones who represent the lower self are those who were cast out of the holy city and those who accepted their teachings so anyone who's pushing this who's trying to push the teachings of this lower self right it's a carnal foe that we must overcome. Not saying that we have to physically fight them, just that we must overcome the program, the mind program that's been pushed on us. That we might be the strength of Allah made manifest. So we can't skip over that. We have to do it. We have to overcome it. Each and every one of us has to do it, but then what we wanna do with this nation that we're building, is to build our nation off of these higher principles, and we must overcome this so that we can be the strength of Allah made manifest. So we don't want to just have land and, and you know be making money. Like yeah, we want to do that, but also we want to be the strength of Allah made manifest. We want to regain our lost estate, right? So we no longer want to be about just gratifying our own lower self. Now, the way things are going, the way they've been going, is to make all of us about just gratifying the lower self. Hedonism is pushed heavy and hard. We spoke about that. We've spoken about that in the past. Hedonism but let's get a definition on hedonism. But that, that's what's being pushed. <clears throat> and we want to get away from that. Those are the teachings of the lower self. This is what they were literally practicing in Rome. And so hedonism, one definition, that's the ethical theory that pleasure, the satisfaction of desires is the highest good and the proper aim of human life. You know, just doing all types of stuff, having orgies, doing all, you know, if it drug, it's heroin, whatever you wanna do, if it make you feel good, just do it. They had this movie, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, where they just go to Vegas, just do as many drugs as possible and just be crazy wild right the pleasure or happiness that's the soul or chief good in life physical lower self desires and um this is what's being promoted just in general and um within this i guess you could say mainstream society those are the teachings of the lower self so we have to overcome so people can do what they want but you can't be a real more like a Moorish american muslim you about that because that's the teachings of the lower self that means you represent the lower self you don't represent a lot so we have to do this that's this is a part of becoming a Moorish american this is why you know we we do this we had these teachings we had a sunday school and the holy day because every one of us is supposed to know this you're supposed to know you can't be no muslim if you about gratifying the lower self that don't mean that you don't eat food that you don't have sex with your husband or wife, right? No, because when you're doing it in the proper order, is divine. But also, we don't go in the direction that society is going as a whole. You got the Amish over here; they're doing their thing regardless of what's going on. They're not even trying to get caught up in this. Matter of fact, if you're driving through like the rural, rural, rural parts of Ohio and Pennsylvania. You're going to see people horse and buggy. You know, I've I've been in there with no long line of cars behind them. They don't care about what Rome is doing. They do not care. They're going to do things their way. They feel like they need to follow the Bible and they're going to do it their way. So we have, we don't have to do what they're doing. We have our Moorish Holy Quran. It's just telling us how to clean ourselves up and then also giving us that 12 step ladder so that we can begin to unfold our higher self. Because that Christianity is for the Europeans' earthly salvation. Now, we are supposed to return to Islam for our earthly and divine salvation. We're not returning to the cultural practices of the Arab. Prophet Muhammad, you know, all respect to him. But he came to the Persians who were polytheists at that time to get them in alignment with the law. And he brought Islam to them. But he did not create Islam. The Prophet says, we are returning to Islam islamism is is that the old time or the new religion new religion or old time religion that's question 18 it's the old Old time time. religion islam sister we are returning to the old time religion this predates prophet muhammad from an islamic perspective right in the quran as revealed to the prophet muhammad he's going to say jesus was a muslim but jesus is like 500 years before he was born so how could jesus be a muslim if he created Islam, he didn't create Islam, right? So that means Islam predates all, all of the prophets even mentioned in the Quran. It's the old time religion. So this is what the prophet brought us a clean version of Islam, specifically for us here in America. We don't have to copy, you don't. Now, if you wanna learn Arabic, go on and do that. I mean, look, I'm, hey, I'm not against learning Arabic. Right, I'm trying to learn Spanish right now. But yeah, I, if I could learn Arabic and get fluent at it, I'll do it. But it's not because we have to do that to get closer to Allah, right? And even though the original Arabs were dark skinned people, still, I'm just saying, we, we don't have to take on other people's culture. One was raised from amongst us speaking our language so that he could make Allah's ways uh, clear to us, right? He was born in a time when when you had um, Jim Crow era, um, where you had these laws being made to restrict us, where people were being lynched, towns full of Asiatic people were being destroyed, attacked. So the prophet knew what we were going through, all right? So I'm only saying that to say, we're returning to something that predates the prophet Muhammad, right? The only reason some people, some Moors don't want to get in line, It's because the prophet was a dark-skinned brother and we know how some of our people are so ignorant, they don't want to listen to one of us. They don't want to listen to one of us. That's it. They don't want to do this because the prophet says so, right? You know, he couldn't pass for a white man and that's why they don't want to listen to him. You know, but that's because they, you know, stuck in self-hate or whatever. But those of us who heed the call, we understand that Allah raises a messenger from amongst the people speaking their language. Period. Nobody could tell you anything. We follow our prophet to a destiny that is neither uncertain nor unknown. Islam? So, um, you know, that was kind of long-winded, but hopefully that answered the question you had,
0: Brother Hanzel. Islam? All right, um, if there's any questions or comments, feel free to speak. Islam, I yield the floor. Islam, Brother Kobe, I
5: yield the floor. Islam, I rise and give the Grace honor of our great God, Allah, and our prophet, Noble Drew Ali. I just wanted to add on the Sunday school bill that we also as mores, we need to study ourselves as well as the prophet's teaching. When you link those two together in a day by day process, it's like with the 12 step, day by day process, it unfold and you will see it. And once you can see, then you'll be able to navigate, you'll be able to even instruct. But until you actually can live and see it and use this practice, then it would be just like parakeeting or it'll just be like you're just reading something and then reciting it in front of somebody. Islam, so you really do just have to walk it, and all the questions that you really do ask why you're walking it, the answers will come out. Islam on your the floor.
1: All right, Islam, brother, I'm glad you said that. Um, that's another reason too why instead of just reading all the questions, right? Because we, I, we, we supposed to just read the questions like one person read the questions and everybody else asks. right uh respond with the answer in unison but um we wanted like ideally here i think it's best if we just stick to a few questions at a time and like if you have have a question if you're like what does this mean don't be ashamed to ask that question or don't like feel shy because we need to break it down Because in all honesty, this isn't really helping us if we don't understand it. These questions might seem simple, but it's in there for a reason, right? So this is a program to undo the mind programming that we've gone through for hundreds of years now. It's in our DNA, right? If, you know, if your mom and dad, like mine, were classified as black, right? That means that, you know, you're like me, you're generations into this program. All right. So the prophet has this stuff to undo the program and then, you know, also to realize our spiritual higher purpose, because if we really want to do and realize our potential, we want to unfold a lot within us. So now we can do things even greater than what people have done in the past. Right. And, And it'll be even greater because we've gone through the fire and overcome these foes. Right. These, these carnal foes. So, Islam. Um, I saw a brother Yah and then we're gonna go on and wrap it up since we're coming on ninety minutes. Islam,
4: Islamism. I rise
1: to
2: my,
4: to my highest. Um, I just wanted to camel back and add.
2: Um, especially to the brother that that made the state the one statement. What I've noticed is with most, most of us, a lot of Moorish Americans aren't second or third generation. Most of us are first generations, meaning that
0: deep down in us, we seek for this information
1: and Allah presented this information to us. That's why we got it. So that's one of the reasons you should always keep it in your heart because no matter if you go
4: back, you go to the, the cares of the world, you'll never forget this. This is something that you seek for. So it's always gonna be there. So it, it'll haunt
0: you.
2: So you're here for a reason. So let's do our jobs and let's get to the end, Islamism. All
1: right. Islamism and gratitude, brother. Um, I want to announce without further ado, we're going to go into the closing of the meeting. Just
0: hang on one second. We're going to read the divine warning. A divine warning by the Prophet, for the
1: nations. The citizens of all free national governments according to their national constitution are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I the prophet was prepared by the great God Allah to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind, to their forefathers divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There's but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth And it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights, unmolested by other citizens, that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege, as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law, in the city hall, and among the officials in your government, and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply. For they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man. It is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments gold and silver and commerce belong to the citizens alone without your national citizenship by name and principles you have no true wealth and i am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work because i need all support from all true american citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard, because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, It is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike. In all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name, because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger. The same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. And every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizens of this day. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power and at that time 1865 the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free and if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal since that constitution has never been changed there is no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens so there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love truth peace freedom and justice will be reigning in this land in those days the united states will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world but if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come. Because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people, and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, disease, ETC. And I, the prophet, do hear and believe that this administration of the government be more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws and through the help of such classes of citizens i the prophet truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of man that have never done them any good but have always harmed them so i the prophet am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin, which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin. And there is not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously. Politically or economically, ETC, in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action, and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the southerner for all these great misuses, but I have traveled in the south, and have examined conditions there, and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I am hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the Prophet. All right, Islam Morris. All meetings are to be opened and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Uh, before we close, just want to remind everybody about the website, Um, You can, uh, if you scroll down on com, you can also send a donation to our temple. You can just use the PayPal button. And, um... Let's go ahead and close out. Just want to ask everyone to please stand and face the east for the closing prayer. You do not need to repeat
0: after me. Standing with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle, holding up our
1: arms in a cactus pose with two fingers on the right and holding up five fingers on the left. Allah, find our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers' divine creed and principles. We ask this in Thy holy name and the seven
0: Elohim. Amen. Islam, was, peace and love. This meeting is now adjourned. Islam, peace and love. Islam is peace and
5: love, family.
3: Islam, peace and love. Peace and love.
5: Peace and love.
0: Islam is